What's all the buzz about, you ask? Queers in Your Ears is a podcast that everyone is talking about. We discuss the trials and tribulations, triumphs, and current events all related to the LGBTQIA community, all in a fun and lighthearted way. And you might even learn something too. So stay tuned. Are you guys still in full high whore drag? No, we, <laughs> we ripped out of that so fast. It's getting a little too hot for high horror right yes. now. <laughs> it's not the season for high horror. Exactly. No, no. Well, I'm Jamie. And I'm Austin. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you guys. I'm Troy. <laughs> it's nice to meet you as well. And thank you so much for joining Queers in Your Ears for a collaboration episode. Of course. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Yes. And we can't wait to talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm dying. I haven't really talked about it all season because I was like a little behind. So mm-hmm. everybody was all caught up, caught up on it and not me. And now I'm like, I'm all pent up with things to say. Well, we have just a thing because I wrote like almost like 25 questions. We probably won't get to all of them. Okay. But um, I just like wanted to hear your opinions. This is like our first kind of delve into pop culture as a podcast. Right. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, we had to come to the best, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, only the best. I'm, I'm very flattered. Yay! All right. Are we excited? Are we ready to start talking? Yeah. Okay, Jamie. All right. So the first question I wanted to start out with was, who is your favorite housewife and why? Oof. My favorite Salt Lake City housewife, specifically, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, I really like Heather. I'm a big Heather person. <laughs> there was a, a cold silence after that. That's okay. That's okay. I'm interested. I guess you have to explain yourself because this isn't okay. just like a blow and go. Like we need to know the dirty, <laughs> dirty details. Okay. So I like Heather because I think she is a really well-rounded housewife. She shares all of her life. She's very, very open with everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, she is very, I think, well integrated into the group. Like, she's connected to everybody. She's got, like, an opinion or a thought about every single argument. And I think she's a good Greek chorus. Like, she's a good narrator. She narrates yeah. what's going on in the group very well. She's a good, like, um, like person who's, like, straight down the middle. Like, you can trust her opinion, I think. And she's funny. I think she's funny. And I guess the real question is, do you think she's afraid of Jen Chong? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I think the reason she holds Jen Shah, oh my God, Jen Shah so close is because she's afraid of the re- retaliation that Jen Shah might have. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I think that she, she's like in her sweet, very like Mormon upbringing. I don't think she's ever seen anyone like Jen Shah. And I feel like, yeah, I think she's terrified of like having that come at her. You know, I don't think she's like equipped for that. I, I agree. You are in the same that. camp as my boyfriend. He loves Heather so much. Oh, cool. Yeah. She makes me she's mad. Great. She makes really? me Okay. Mad. Tell yeah. me why you guys are maybe not fans of her. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Heather. The only reason why is she kind of floundered a little bit. And there is a very low sense of her, like, not being genuine. Not so mm. much. I mean, other people in the group obviously were way less genuine than Heather was. <laughs> um, but I do like Heather for the fact that she speaks out against Mormonism quite a bit. And she's just like, I don't want to be Mormon anymore. She wants to be Mormon, but she doesn't want to be held by those standards. And she wants to do her own thing. And I appreciated that about her. And in her, the way she acted in the uh, season one finale, the reunion was hysterical. And like getting attacked by everyone was also fun, I think. Yeah, it was like Annie got her gun. She was like Mm -hmm. out for blood. Like she was just going for people's jugular the entire time. I love it. I like, I don't know. She, I have a conflict with Heather because I want to like her, but at the same time, she makes me angry because I like, I am not Mormon, so I don't know what it is to grow up Mormon. And I understand Mm -hmm. that probably that religion has a large hold over a a large population, but Mm -hmm. I want her to stand, like take more of a stand against Mormonism because she has those moments where she's like, I don't want to be a Mormon and I want to do this and I want to do that. And then all of a sudden she reverts back to like being a Mormon. And I'm kind of like, girl, what's going on? Like what's, what's going on ahead of yours? Especially because her children are like, yeah, I don't want to be Mormon either. And I have a problem with her going after Lisa so much. Like 
I can't. Lisa's my favorite housewife, so yeah. I just, I'm like, ugh. And that's what I mean when I was talking about the reunion. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Like, this is a thing that's happening right now. It's because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Heather has been told by the network to be like, you need to have a vendetta against Lisa for calling mm-hmm. you a good time girl. And mm. I'm just like, girl, drop it. Like, Jen Shaw, your best friend, called you Shrek and like, <laughs> <laughs> like Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> no you're totally I think that you're totally right and I feel like you know I do think that sometimes the housewives fall into a trap especially like with that show being so new they fall into this trap of like trying to be like it's like they want to go where the drama is going they don't want to be left out of it and they want to know what's happening in that sort of uh, like universe of like whatever the drama is so, like, sometimes they'll attach themselves to certain things or to certain people just for the sake of not feeling like an outsider to the the big thing that's going on. And sometimes she feels that way to me, where I'm like, you really don't have a dog in this fight, but you're just very much in it and, like, very, really loud. Like, why? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I definitely agree. And I like, like you said, I think they're, especially in the first season, they're just trying to establish their personalities and they're mm-hmm. overcompensating in a way, you know? Yeah, there's like a desire to to constantly have opinions about everything happening and like, you know, whatever. And I get that. I understand like the fear of like wanting to keep your job, but also at the same time, it's like, girl, like, what is it with Lisa? Like, it's like, honestly, at a certain point, it's like weird. Like, it's weird how much they all just gang up on her. It's like uncomfortable to watch. And she's just trying to be a good friend. Like, with, with Jen and Meredith, especially in season two, she tried nothing but to get them to talk to each other every single time they were around each other. Yeah. And another thing I didn't understand about the reunion is Heather, Lisa, and Whitney said they were all on good terms. And then Heather just, like, tries to rip her throat out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, leave it alone. Like, if you guys are in a good place, portray that you're in a good place. Because that's ultimately what the fans want. And if you're being true to yourself, Heather, that's one thing that you said that you want so badly yeah, is to be on good terms with Lisa. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I actually, I do agree with Lisa when she was like storming to her trailer in the second part of the reunion um, where she said, <laughs> where she said like, you guys like wanted to get that. And like you showing that like really crucified me. And it's true. Like if, cause sometimes the other thing that happens is like the housewives will get excited to have a common enemy, right? Like, it's like, oh, like we're wolf packing her. Like, let's bitch, let's do it. And, you know, it's like, that was the perfect thing for them to show and have her be the common enemy. And it's like, oh yeah, she had a moment of weakness of like screaming some really fucked up shit about her friend behind her back. But like, everybody's done that when they're really, really angry. Yeah, the hot mic moment, I was like, you guys need to leave her alone. She could have said a whole lot worse. To be Totally. Honest especially within a 10-year friendship, and the only thing she goes and says is, you fucked everybody in New York. Like, come on. Who has right. their best friend? <laughs> right. I'd be like, girl, stop spilling all my secrets. Right. Mm-hmm. Or tell them. Who cares? I, I mean, think literally. But another thing that I found so interesting, too, is these girls went so hard when the pay for being a housewife of season, season one and season two was, like, less than $5,000. Is that true? Yes. They had to fight to for season three to I think at least be at like fifteen or ten thousand dollars per episode. Which I guess isn't an issue for them because they're rich housewives. Like if Jin Chaw can have seven assistants on True. that budget, I think they're gonna right. Be True. Right. And especially as a new city, like they have to establish their mm-hmm. you know, they have to kind of establish their worth. Like who would have even known if that who would have even known if that would have taken off, you know? Like it's just coincidence that Salt Lake became such like a viral yeah like it was such a huge moment its first season who would have thought you know that's so funny i wouldn't have thought so honestly and i will fully just like pause the show and say i was i've been a real housewife bitch pretty much since the beginning except i took like a five-year break because i was sick of it for a long time and i was watching like orange county and beverly hills when it first came out and i was obsessed and then when jamie was like you have to watch this show and i was like I'm going to get sucked into this bitch again. And I did. I absolutely did. So it is kind of strange how quickly they became so famous and everyone talks about Salt Lake City now. Everyone. Yeah, I agree. It's been a long time since a franchise has taken off, like a newer city 
has mm-hmm. taken off like that. Like when DC premiered, it didn't hit like that. It was a slow burn. Potomac, it took like through almost three or four years for people to start watching it. Like yeah, Salt yeah. Lake really just came out guns a blaze. So I don't know. I don't think it's fair what they get paid, but I'm also like, I kind of get it because I thought that it was going to be a flop. Honestly, I thought it was going to just be like a really overly scripted, annoying flop and I would yeah. hate it. I definitely think they came at the right time though because I am, I don't watch every franchise. I only limit myself to three. So I watch Salt Lake City. <laughs> I know it's really weird, but I watch Salt Lake City, Atlanta and Potomac. Okay. But like Atlanta has been gone for almost, I think a year, year and a half now. And uh-huh. then Potomac went on a break before they started season two. So I think they came at the right time and people just wanted to have the housewives, which leads me to my next question. Okay. So for season one, who had your favorite tagline? Mm. Oh my God, that's good. Um, fuck. And we can I read mean, them to you. If you yeah, want. we can read <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, can you read them to me just to re- re- refresher? All right, here we go. So Jen Shaw starts out and she says, in this town, I'm Queen Bee and MVP. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa says, when you take cheap shots, always expect a hangover, which is hysterical. <laughs> Whitney, Whitney says, the rose, this rose isn't scared to handle a little prick and her little white voice. <laughs> and then Meredith is like cutthroat in my opinion. And she says, jealousy is a disease to which I say, get well soon. <laughs> Mary's, I love God but I will read you like scripture. (laughs) And then Heather says, just like my pioneer ancestors, I'm trying to blaze a new trail. (laughs) Heather's makes a cold shiver go down my spine, to be honest with you. I really despise it. It's like, are you really mentioning your pioneer ancestry in your housewife tagline? I hate that for you. Read the room. (laughs) Babe, like, we don't want to hear it. Um... I'm going to have to go with Mary. I mean, it's just across the board. Yes, yes, yes. Mary just delivers high camp. And I, I it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, incredible. It's Mary. High camp. And I think her season two, which is, if you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. <laughs> like, it's so unhinged to even think to say something like that. And then to have it represent you is amazing. It's chaotic. I love it. <laughs> Totally. Good choice. Yeah, I think I think Mary's has to be my favorite. I felt like Meredith was such a close second for season one. I though. agree. I just like... Yeah, it's good. It's just so cutthroat, too. She's like, you're sick, get well soon. But in the most <laughs> ingenuous way whatsoever, she's essentially saying, like, rot and die. She's like, hold on, Adrian. <laughs> That's like, her favorite eat, word. Eat shit and live. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I'm disengaging from this conversation. <laughs> There's one housewife uh, on OC. Her name is Heather Dubrow. Yes. Who says this thing all the time. Well, she used to say, she hasn't said it this year, but mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, she used to say it a lot. And it sticks with me all the time. We're in the middle of an argument. She'll go full blank face, give no expression. And she'll say, quote, I'm glazed. Oh I just, my god. I did watch that. I watched OC for a long time and it makes no sense to me today that expression. I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. I'm like, are you a pot that's been heated? Are you <laughs> yes. what do you are you a donut that's been that's like fully like, I'm, what are you in that I'm glazed. Oh, I'm glazed. I'm glazed. I'm gonna okay. do that at work when they ask me to do something I don't want to do. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm I'm glazed. Glazed. Yeah. I think one of my favorite moments too is when Candy was having a moment with Kim Zolciak and she was like, Kim's Kim's like just was like throwing around the F word. And Candy was like, Who the fuck are you cussing at? Yeah. Like we're here to have a conversation. <laughs> don't let Candy's voice start quivering because at that point it's over. I love Candy. Atlanta is one of my favorite favorite franchises okay so that's a really good we love that <laughs> intro line absolutely obsessed with mary in the wrong way but we absolutely are yes her. yes all right and do you have a ranking of housewives that you'd like to share oh a ranking and okay. we're gonna say, let's say worst to best so we save the best for last yes <laughs> okay okay let me can i get out my notepad of, of course. course yeah <laughs> Ooh, this is tough. Okay. It is a hard one. We've done it over and over again. Like, we'll sit and have conversations about this season. And, and we'll get mad at each other. We'll be like, I have to walk away. Fully, 110%. So we're going to go over in, like, season two current ranking. Like, current housewives, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Least favorite, obviously, is Jenny. 
Because she's new and annoying. Fair. (laughs) New, annoying. She's like super, super conservative. Like, it's like, I have no time for Jenny. I was shocked. I was shocked to learn that she was a Republican. Mm -hmm. I know, me too. I I really honestly was like, wow, she really like, it's like, again, you don't know how to read the room, babe. You don't know who's watching this show, apparently. The only thing I felt bad with her when she shared like how many miscarriages and stillbirths she had, that made me really sad. But that's just human empathy, which I don't think she has. I don't think she does either. Now this is uh, uh this is gonna shock you maybe, but my next is gonna have to be Whitney. That doesn't shock me because I think I'm with you either. there. She's just to me, not to overtake the conversation, but she's definitely she just fizzles out for me. There's nothing interesting about her. She's annoying. When she gets drunk, she starts shit anyway, and and she she's like, I'm sorry for starting shit, and she do, she does it again anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she, like, carried the torch with Heather to, like, attack Lisa. And I'm like, girl, you are just as much of a potster, if more of a potster, than Lisa is. So you need to lay off. And that's what made me so mad about the season two reunion was, like, nobody was sticking up for Lisa. But then, yeah, that, like, quick break, they were, like, Lisa went over to Heather and Whitney and they were like, oh, my God, we love you. Like, we're friends. I'm Rocked. like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, Whitney... It drives me crazy because I feel like she overproduces. Like she tries too hard to be like interesting and in the fold. And like she's always trying to like move the story along with it's like, girl, you guys are an interesting group of people. You kind of can just like chill the fuck out. And she instigates all the so time. much. She yeah. instigates higher yeah. Zion trip against Meredith and like her father's memorial, which I was like, oh right. my God, so much. Yeah, Whitney is um, and also an, an adult woman with that voice I find unfair. Oh I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Baby voices oh my and adult gosh. women she's are like, sw- I hate it. And I she's what, 34? I'm like, grow up, girl. Yeah. Married to a 52-year-old. <laughs> yeah, like, clear your, clear your throat. Are you really, you want to. I know you do. Clear your when, throat. When Mary goes, <laughs> you can leave, little girl. Like, that to me, I was like, yes, you called her at her voice. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, little girl, little girl. Like, <laughs> girl. Like, I am not a little girl. Don't call me that. <laughs> Please speak to me. Like, I would treat her the exact same way. Hyper. <laughs> so yeah, Whitney's my second to last. Next, I'm going to, this is so difficult. Right. Next, I'm going to go, oh God, I'm nervous, given you guys' drag performance earlier, but I'm going to go Meredith. No, I agree. I 100% she's, agree. She's problematic. Uh, and Jamie brought up the fact that she was upset how Brooks was being attacked by Jen in season one. But then Jamie was like, Brooks was like a fully grown man. He was like 20, 21 years old. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. calm down, Meredith. Like, this is not a big deal. And if someone flashes your son a vagina, that's his problem. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he, he's not a fucking teenager. And also, he's like kind of an asshole. He, oh, my oh my God, 100% is. Yes, and he has he's one tracksuit. Come on. Yeah, he's not a fashion designer. And I'm also like, Meredith, you you got him there with Jen to have a conversation. He's big enough to, to text Jen, if you guys were that close, to say, I want to meet with you. Who is liking on your Twitter? All this stuff. And that brings me to another point that, like, grinds my gears about Housewives. If you employ people to like stuff on your social media accounts, do you not have guidelines that you sent? Like, right. I just don't understand. Like, are these people allowed to just willy-nilly do whatever they want on your Twitter? I don't get it. I honestly think so. Because, like, Jenny was called out. Jen was called out. I There was another housewife from a different franchise who was called out. Oh, um. Which is so messy. Freaking Mia from Potomac was also called out for stuff that she had on her Instagram story. Mm. Like, what is going on across the board? Andy, you're gay. Get this together. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're the producer. Yeah, well, Andy's also got his own problems. Um, oh, yes, yes. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she would be next. I, you know, it's like I just I I want her so badly to stop shoving her son down our throats. Like I just can't. We yeah. don't. He's not charming. He's not funny. Nope. He's not giving what you maybe thought he would give. And, and it's enough. Like I don't want to see any more tracksuits with his name down the side. I don't care. I could do that for like twenty bucks, and I've got lip right? gloss back pocket. Like, <laughs> I'm not right. <laughs> like, babe, you're not special. You're just rich, and you live in a giant log cabin in the mountains. Like, good for you. I know. Talk. I mean, talk about privilege. Like, for real. Really, really. Right. And he's, he's like, not no. for any advantage whatsoever, no. or to better anyone's life but his own. Exactly. 
He's like, I'm starting a company. <laughs> okay. And okay. he's like, oh my God, I had to take a semester off of school because my parents were almost going through a divorce. <laughs> like, get over yourself. Get in line. <laughs> right. Hello. Like, like, you parents are together. Good for you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, barely. They were like, oh my God, counseling was so hard. We're still together. I'm like, you guys have so much money at your disposal. You have every yeah. right to like be together. Eat a dick. Right. Next, I'm going to go. Okay, so after Meredith, I'm going to have to go just because I feel like it would be inappropriate to rank her too high. I think I have to go Mary. <laughs> oh my God, yes! <laughs> right? That is pretty high though. I yeah, will that, say. Is, that I is pretty high. I think I understand. Can you explain why you put her there? Yes, yeah, so She's an amazing housewife. She really is. Like, I know people debate this and they'll say, like, well, she doesn't engage and she doesn't, like... But, like, Mary is just one of those people that was made to be on reality television. She makes for good TV. I've said that before. You just turn the camera on and let her go. Like, her talking to herself in her house is, like, more entertaining than anything that they've shown, honestly. Did you notice how she, like, never left her house in season one? For, like, except for, like, three (laughs) I was yeah. like, a hermit, and I love it for it. And her, like, big cluttered to the ceiling closet with, like, oh. all of... The room. I also, I, can I just tell you, too, this is a complete side note, but about her, she, the way she dresses is so, Bad. like, psychotic, but it I is. can't stop staring at it kind of thing. Well, you know, in season, uh, the reunion for season one, they called her out for one of her dresses and they were like, this looks like an 80s prom dress that someone's mom made them for like a carry prom. Like, it <laughs> yeah. She's crazy. I mean, she's absolutely insane. You can, and she's got crazy eyes. I don't want to be that person. Yes. But you can see it in her face. That woman will dress like a child and walk out into the street and be okay with it. She does have crazy eyes. And I always say that I feel like she... Somebody gave her a box set of Gossip Girl. <gasps> and she's like doing her life by yeah. yeah, like she's dressing like a socialite in 2009 with like her like Blair fearless. Wall- yeah, like her fearless Chanel gloves and yes! her little like page boy hats. I'm like, did somebody tell Mary that she's a wealthy New York City socialite in the year 2009? It's- Honestly, it makes sense with the fact that she doesn't leave her house. Probably she hasn't been <laughs> at her house since 2009. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I just like what a read. she is so bizarre. To, to you guys' point, that's why she makes for good TV because, like, her marriage with her husband is estranged. You mean her step grandfather? I feel also like <laughs> with her son is weird too. I'm just like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, he loves me so much, and then when they say like two words to each other, and she's like, okay, bye. You're going to school. He leaves. Yeah, he, he like reaches his arm out of the basement to grab another like Evian water and like goes slowly back down to the basement. The fact that he had uh, like two mini fridges in his room, I was like, leave his room, period. You can just him? jump out the window. Like, I for would real. too. If she was my mom, I'd be like, I'm not going upstairs. I'd be like, please send me to boarding school. <laughs> I know, seriously. And then she, he's got like his, I mean, his like dad or whatever. Uh, it's like this old mean man this like gargantuous tall mean looking man that stomps around the house he's so big he's like gigantic he is really super tall they're (laughs) the marriage is weird right let's let's just talk about it for a second like it's a little strange i'm also like you know for a fact that your grandmother did not put that actually in the will and they actually said it they were like that wasn't in the will in the reunion they talked about yeah which makes me even more weirded out i mean everybody has very odd but it's just confusing because it's like she seems miserable. Yeah. And it also seems like she's doing it to herself because no one asked her to do it officially. No one yeah. had to do it. And then she's just like, sometimes it's so hard. And we're like, no one is making you stay married. And they're not, are they Mormon? No, they're not. She's Pentecostal. Oh, that's right. I forgot she's in the church. And she talked about her church members. Oh my God. She's a mess. Yeah. Head to toe. That's like a whole <laughs> chapter in the book. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I guess my next ones are just going to generally generally be controversial because I haven't even gotten to Jen Shaw yet. But I'm I'm next. I'm going to go Lisa Barlow. Yeah, I mean she holds it together a lot, and I think she knows like her worth, and she speaks mm-hmm. on like she really walks the line between reality TV star and just like real human being sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good assessment of her. That's so true. Because she is, she's a great reality star because she's kooky and weird and she's very eccentric and 
Like, she's got a strange personality and a lot of, like, quirks that make her a great television star. But at the same time, like, she knows how to push this show along and how to make it interesting, you know? Yeah, just don't contact her during Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... She, that's why she's my favorite is because I feel like she is the most relatable to an extent. Like mm-hmm. she's unapologetic. She doesn't care, but she's at the same time, she's like, if you want to be friends with me, I'll be friends with you. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. fact that she's like, yeah, I don't cook. We've ate at my dinner table a total of 10 times. Well, not for her. <laughs> I just like, and the fact that she is a Mormon who owns a liquor brand, like, and we right. tried to get Vita Tequila we for did. tonight's uh, for performance. We could not find it on this side of the country whatsoever. It's a legend. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not another alleged housewives brand. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners uh, find Vita Tequila, please send it to us. Ship it direct. We'll DM you our address. My friend Joe sent me this, uh, this really funny video. I guess it was like kind of viral, but I didn't know that it was. But it was like of her ordering a Coke at a restaurant. Did you see that video? No. No, I'm not trying to look it up, though. (laughs) She was, like, at this restaurant, and, like, the server clearly doesn't, like, she, like, didn't watch Housewives, so she had no idea who Lisa was. Right. So she's in her little booth, and she's there alone, and she goes on Instagram Live, and she's like, you guys, you'll never believe what happened. She goes, the server comes over, and she goes, tell them what happened. And the server was just sort of, like, staring into the camera, because she was like, what are you talking about? And she goes, tell them what I ordered. And she goes, uh, Diet Coke? I ha- Okay, I've heard of it. But like a good old lady, I have not seen it yet. I also just love like the fact that she's been living in Utah for like 15 years and she hasn't got rid of her New York slash Jersey accent. <laughs> accent. She's like, I ordered a Diet Coke, you guys. And everybody was just like, this is like, what are you doing right no, now? No one cares, Lisa. And she literally said, she literally said to Whitney one day too. She's like, Meredith, I think we need to update Whitney's style because she's just too Utah. And Whitney's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I just love Lisa so much. Oh my god, she kills me. She's like, oh, she's amazing. She'd be such a fun person to get drinks with, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. 100%. And you know, she loves the gays. I love. <laughs> oh, for sure. I have to give her props. In season one, when Heather brought up the LGBTQ, Lisa was like, LGBTQIA+. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Lisa! <laughs> okay, New Jersey. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's she's cool. Like, she would be an amazing person to just, like, get wasted with. Oh, my God. Okay. I want to be her friend so bad. So that only leaves Heather and Jen Shaw. I'm okay. Guess- I'm guessing Heather is your number one. <laughs> Yeah, so Jen is second because, Drunk. listen, I just can't believe she's a real human person. I mean, well, come on. The the fact that she goes from zero to 100, like every single situation, <laughs> it, it floors me. It's simple. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. It makes a great it's, TV. It is camp. It is 100% camp. And everything <laughs> that comes out of her mouth, I am just like, I'm like, please say another word or dumb thing or talk about your husband being horrible even though he literally like wakes on you hand yeah, I know I, just, I love it guy. obsessed with her yeah I agree she's just like she's one of those people that if you knew her in real life you'd be like god you really need a reality show like her life yeah feels like it's like this all the time kind of like she's just is very dramatic and I kind of feel like she does go zero to 60 even in her normal life like that like I feel like that's kind of her like, I'd be afraid of her if I was friends with her. Are oh, you I just can't believe she's real. <laughs> I'm afraid of Jen Shaw. Are you afraid of Jen Shaw? I yeah. am afraid we of Jen Shaw. start merch that says, are you afraid of Jen Shaw? No, we should just start merch that says, afraid of Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed. Yes. I, yeah, confirmed. Afraid of Jen Shaw. <laughs> I honestly, like, I do give Jen Shaw props, though. I feel like she really worked on herself from season one to season two, especially in anger management-wise. And honey... Talk about the work she had done on uh, her chin. Oh my god. Oh wow, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Sometimes you can only fix something so far. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes shapes just want to be what they are. Right. And yes. sometimes the face says, We're not doing that today, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> like, babe, we're a square jaw, okay? <laughs> so who do you think was the villain of season one? Definitely Jen, for sure. Okay. I agree. Because Mary wasn't necessarily a villain. She was just like a deranged train off the tracks, right? Totally. Yeah. Mary was just like a kooky, weird, like lady that was around. 
um, lady. <laughs> but like Jen, I feel like Jen is one of those people that no matter what reality show she's on, she will find herself in the villain role, right? Like yeah. she could be on VH1, she could be on any network and she would find herself as the villain. And I feel like she knows that. It's just how, like, it's how she comes off. And I think a big part of her frustration is knowing that no matter what, like, it's really, really easy for all of the girls to be like, well, look at her. She's the worst, not me, you know? I mean, I would want a Jen Shaw in my season. So I could be a part of the drama and stay away yeah. at the same time. Well, totally. I, I, do you think Jen Shaw smells like hospital? I mean I will spit water on my computer <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that I, I feel like today we can officially confirm that it is true Jin Shaw does in fact smell like hospital and it's very triggering for me trademarked another portion of our merchandise As a, I would actually <laughs> do a, a perfect <laughs> called hospital <laughs> I could honestly I would love to see her on like RuPaul's Drag Race oh or Celebrity gosh. Big Brother Oh, celebrity big brother. She'd be so good. Yeah. She would win. Yeah, she would. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All she would have to do is throw a glass and people would be like, oh shit, I have to leave. <laughs> oh my God. She'd be incredible. And she's so tiny and like it'd be fun to see her do physical stuff because she'd win all of it. Oh my God, yeah. She would definitely win everything. Cause she's cutthroat too, in a sense. She always wants yeah. to it's true. Oh my god! Now I'm gonna be like fantasizing about that when I'm having downtime, like all Just day. Or be like, girl, you should do, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's my rank. And then of course Heather is first, and I kind of explained why I really like Heather. I know that that's like not a popular answer, but you know, I stay true to who's who's loyal to me. I'm loyal to those who are loyal to me. You're a ride or die. I feel like it's very exactly. Mean. Heather, I feel like people either like her or people don't really necessarily vibe with her. Well, why do you like her? Why? I, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but just surmise, mm -hmm. why is she your favorite again? Well, How for one thing, just as like a general, a general thing, I think you can tell a lot about a housewife based on their children. Okay. She has great kids. Like, really insanely adjusted, like, just like normal children. And I, and I think she's a really good mom. I like seeing her with her family. I like the way she opens up her life. I feel like some of the housewives will open up their lives in a way that's, like, just enough for the camera. Like, it's a very used kind of reality of their own reality. Right, exactly. And her reality is, like, not great. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with her family is, like, kind of a mess. And she's just kind of very open and honest about it. Like, it's she kind of reminds me of an old-school housewife. Um... And yeah, I just, I think she's fucking hysterical. I think her, I always like the housewife that has the funniest interviews. Let's be, like, like, that's just, that's how I am. Like, the housewife that makes me laugh the most in her, her confessionals is the one that I gravitate to. She does. She absolutely provides some good one-liners as well. She does. But like you said earlier, she's definitely open in her family. And I remember in the first season, she was talking to her girls about like, you can pretty much do whatever you want as long as you don't murder someone. Yeah, I love that. I love, and I know, like, earlier we had mentioned, like, she should probably be a little bit more, like, like, the way that she's, like, anti the church is very, like, uh, self-gratifying. Like, it's, like, she's anti in all the ways that benefit her, you know, mm -hmm. and, like, her life. And she should be more open and vocal about it. But I, I kind of like how honest she is about where she is, like, on her journey with it. Yeah, she definitely, and like you said, in her confessionals, I think she's the most forthcoming. Like you said, she's definitely yeah. been, she's very real, and I think a lot of people either don't like that because what they want is, like, the production, they want the camp, they mm -hmm. want the and the Marys, um, but I see where you're coming from. I didn't yeah. know Heather at first, to be honest with you, because at first it was, like, Heather and Lisa, or Heather and uh, Whitney in a corner, in my opinion, and they were, like, keying by themselves. And then all of a sudden they started coming into the rest of the group and like starting nonsense. But as <laughs> I've kind of folded, she's become more human. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Totally. In the in the world. Yeah. And and also I love like a housewife that likes to eat. And I just kind of <laughs> picture like she and I would be like me and Heather drunk like, after a night out, would just fucking, like, binge eat together and, like, talk shit, and it'd be really fun. 
Yes, I love that. I absolutely. It's like watch. It's like seeing a teacher outside of school. Seeing a real house <laughs> is absolutely electrifying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I kind of wanted to get to some juicy questions after learning a little bit about you know your favorites, your likes, your dislikes about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. So, do you think Jen is lying about her Twitter and corresponding liking of homophobic tweets in kind of regards to Brooks? Oh my god! Totally. Do you think it was, like, her liking those or a person that she employed liking those? I think that she was scrolling through Twitter and liking shit that was disparaging to him because she was mad. I mean, you know what I mean? And then I think that she tried to, like, blame it on other people because she herself can't take any responsibility. But, like, I definitely think that she was just liking shit that was mean. Yeah, and I'm sure she's, like, of a certain age where she thought that that would never, like, see the light of day. Because I'm the <laughs> yeah. person who's just like, I'm gonna like this. Who's gonna see that I like it? And, like, everyone can see when you like a tweet. <laughs> right. Talk about fans. People will, like, scour the nth degree to find something. Green shots to the gods. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm just curious, so if this, if this situation happened to you, if you were, like, Brooks, mm-hmm. would still want to appear on the show? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> no I would want to appear on the show and like you know I would want to like speak for myself like I would want the last word on this crazy storyline that is like revolves around me I would have even asked to be at the reunion for a couple minutes just to like talk about it because it's yeah you know what I mean I love that for you <laughs> also my point is like are they paying me true yeah then I would have been on there and been like, yeah, I took a picture of my hole and she liked it on the internet. I don't care. <laughs> and I will do whatever you want. I will dance like a little monkey. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like You are saying my name a whole lot this year. And if I have a tracksuit on the shelves right now, that's free publicity. Okay? I also, Absolutely. I don't... I can't fathom how he saw her vagina. Because that <laughs> dress was so... like cut low to her ankles. I'm like, where did you see it? America, let's talk about Jen Chelsea China. <laughs> let's finally talk about it, America. I mean, um, it's drama. It's pure drama. It is pure drama. So that's probably why they were like, hey. Just, would, you know. would you be scarred if you saw Jen Chelsea vagina? Man, are you kidding me? If I was sitting there and her and like and my mom and her best friend were like kikiing and my mom's best friend kicked her legs up and spread her vagina open in front of me, I would love her 20 times more. <laughs> That's, I literally said that earlier. I love that. I was like, I've seen so many girls, like, not in a creepy way, but a lot of girls have come to me with, like, pictures and been like, do you think sure. a picture? Girl, flash that thing. And if Brooks is on problem with it, he can afford therapy. He has a fashion line. I'm also, like, to the fact that it grossed you out, like, so much, What it, what's the problem with that? Because when I lived with three girls, I not tell you how many how much titty I saw. Like, oh my god. Like I would walk through the door and they're like BAM. Like, <laughs> I, love I used to be a professional manny. I was a literal babysitter as my profession, like all through high school. Um and I basically was like raising drunk women's children, just like wealthy <laughs> drunk ladies. Um and they network so they'd be like, oh like you have Troy this week, I'm gonna get him next week. Like they I was basically being pimped out, let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, they like were all just like these wealthy drunk, like like Lisa Vanderpumpy kind of women. Yeah, and they would come home wasted and just be insane. They would get in the hot tub naked and like do all kinds of crazy shit. And I would just be like hanging out and smoking cigarettes with them as a teenager. And I thought, and like they were exactly like Jen. And I thought that they were like so fun and funny, you know. That's the that's the real vanilla. Do we have to censor all this so you don't get? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> They've um, all found their wealthy men and they're all moved on. Okay, excellent. My next couple of questions kind of revolves around like the Lisa, um, Aubrey, and Whitney drama. So, mm. do you think it was a coincidence that Lisa brought Whitney to the restaurant owned by Aubrey? And do you like think it was a setup? Um. I think that Lisa is very self-producing. <laughs> I think she's a very self-producing housewife. And it did feel like some sort of weird moment that she thought would go one way. You know, the interesting thing about Lisa is that she's self-producing, but she's not good at it. But she insists on continuing to do it. And I love that. 
I thought it was really big of Whitney as like a character growth one for being like, you know what, Lisa, I don't care. Like clean slate. Let's move on from here. But other than that, then she just got back down in the gutter and just became more dirty because she was just like lying on her back the entire season. I was like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Um, so then I, w- I kind of wanted to like delve into the Zion trip and then the reunion. Okay. Uh, so one question I like had all the time was why do you think that some of the ladies choose to participate in a trip where they're though they know that they'll be spending time with other housewives that they dislike and then choose mm-hmm. to travel together well the trip is interesting because the housewives the trip is sort of like uh as far as the contract goes it's like as almost as big of a deal as the reunion okay mm-hmm. So you kind of have to have a really big reason to not go on the trip. Like, just because it's almost like if one of the queens on Drag Race was like, I don't want to do Snatch Game. Do you know what I mean? Like, much all of them this past season. So, <laughs> right, totally. Let's expose the show and it's contractual, right? Oh, what yeah, it's, it's contractual. There's been housewives that like have not gone on trips, of course, but I think they've left like a really good mm-hmm. reason or they have to be filming something at home that's like really engaging to not go. I love that. Do you think if it, like their ants legs were amputated? <laughs> <laughs> In- well, they, they they can't bring the smell of hospital on the trips. That's what we'll notice. <laughs> you can if you buy our perfume for fifty nine ninety nine. Bro, that'd be like three hundred dollars. You You're right. Me? You're right. Does smell like hospital? I love but I, how do you feel about the physical and verbal argument that Jen and Lisa got? into on the way to zion because that kind of scared me a little bit because like lisa was like ready to like be hit by jen i know that was so crazy it made me uncomfortable because it wasn't a fair fight and lisa was like cowering and it was giving me playground but there's no teacher around vibes you know yeah it was also like not provoked at all i was like why is jen getting so angry to the point where she wants to put hands on somebody i mean anger management <laughs> yeah you know what it must have been a small hospital somebody must have brought that <laughs> she smells it and just goes off like full beast mode i do give lisa props though that the fact that after like that all happened she went to go talk to jen on the other side of the van again and i was like lisa this is not gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that made me uncomfortable. It was like, I don't like um, when people are involved in altercations that are not like, where it's not fair, you know? Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm wondering if Jen or Lisa are going to be demoted as a housewife because the same thing happened at the reunion between Lisa, I mean, not Lisa, um, Portia and Kenya Moore, where mm-hmm. like they almost physically fought each other and Nini had to hold Portia to the ground and then she was demoted as a housewife the next season. Well, Bravo was notorious for holding the Black Housewives at a different standard when it comes to violence. Preach. Uh, they did the same thing with Potomac, where this Monique uh, Samuels just was like fucking nailed to the cross, where they were like, we need to do an intervention episode about your rage, and we need to do a whole reunion dedicated to the rage that you have inside and all this stuff, and it was so dramatic. When, like, you know, on other cities, they've like, I mean, in, in Jersey, they shatter glasses every week. Yeah. So that's just Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. It's how Teresa shows her aggression. Um, but no, yeah, I think, I, I, w- I guess I wouldn't be surprised if something happened. But at the same time, it's like you never really know because they pick favorites. Like it's like depending on who the housewife, of, housewife is, is how they choose to kind of like resolve the problem. You know what I mean? Kind of getting into kind of the Black housewife narrative, I have um, kind of some intense questions coming up um, okay. I want to let you know so getting into the reunion a little bit how do you feel about Mary not joining the reunion and do you think that things said on the show really got to her or do you think there's an alternate reason of why she didn't choose to come to the reunion I think that Mary in her like the deepest parts of her spirit really does genuinely think that she is above the, sh- the, like, the show in the production like I think she feels like the show is, like, lucky to have her in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. Because uh, she does have that God complex that we've heard tell about. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think that the reasons that she didn't come were just, like, she would have been held... A, she First of all, she watched herself on TV right. and saw how horrific she looked in a lot of scenes. And the shit that she was saying was so highly inappropriate. 
Um, so yeah, I think that she, it was like self-serving and she didn't come because she didn't want to be, she didn't want to look like an idiot on TV any more than she already has. I agree. I think a lot of the stuff that she said on TV, I also think she should have gotten more of a backlash from because some of the mm-hmm. stuff is super nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's something that definitely turned me off to Mary. But in kind of talking about some of the stuff she said, there has been a lot of talk regarding Mary and her approach towards others. As a non-person of color, like Austin and I, we're white men, so we don't necessarily understand this facet. But mm-hmm. as a non-person of color, could you talk a little bit on whether Mary is being racist or ignorant or other? As there has been a lot of controversy over this topic. I don't know if you've seen, but on Twitter, a lot of people are delving into the fact that Mary saying certain comments towards another's race is just ignorant versus being racist. Right. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like you go back and forth because like in my mind, it's like, well, <clears throat> yeah, it's like if you say something racist, then you're a racist person, right? Right. And then you have to factor in that she is a person of color and it does add this like layer of... Nuance. Conf- yeah, there's a nuance to it that's like, there almost is no right answer. But in my opinion, it's like, you know, if I as a I don't know it's like if I go outside and say and walk up to some person and say something racist to their face it I'm not Teflon like I did not say it because I'm a black person do you know what I mean like I can say really hurtful horrific things and it doesn't make it any less racist because I also am black that's sort of how I feel about it and the shit that she said was highly inappropriate especially for a person she herself has been very open about the fact that she thinks that she's been treated differently in the group because of her race. So you would think that she'd be more hyper aware of the shit that she should and shouldn't say, or like making somebody else feel left out or uncomfortable. And obviously she like does not give a shit at all. Um, I do think a lot of the stuff that she said, like in the way that she said it, it did feel more ignorant than racist because it, it sounded like she just didn't know that people don't talk like that. Right. Like, when she was saying the thing about the eyes and she really thought it was, like, a compliment and she could not believe that it was offensive and, like, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so you really are ignorant and you need to be taught these things, but she has such a God complex that she, like, doesn't want to learn them. Right. And I think, yeah. just to say, like, we talked about it earlier, but I do think there's some sort of mental problem there. Like, I mm-hmm. do... It's not necessarily ignorance, but I think she's also got other layers of issues going on. Do you know what I mean? I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I I think that maybe even like being the head of that church has like flamed oh my. whatever mental health shit she's got going on. Amen. And I mean, listening, they shot the one of the episodes on Mother's Day where Jen like joined Mary's church. And just like listening to some of the clergy members read letters to Mary about like how of a figure she is. I was just like, this is crazy. Because, uh, yeah, occulty almost. Because mm -hmm. no offense to anyone involved, but sometimes religions are like that. (laughs) Well, and it's like, Mm -hmm. need that much affirmation from other people. Maybe you should be seeking help. Because Mm -hmm. I also did a little research, but Mary's church has been boarded up. And Zion is no longer there. So I'm wondering if due to the fact that because she was on the show and because all this information came out, she had to close her church, which might not be a bad thing, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I saw somebody on TikTok, like, went to her church and it was boarded and, um, like, chained. And, yeah, I thought about that, too. I was like, I wonder how much of this is her... See, in my mind, I was like, I bet she just decided to close up shop because in her true heart of hearts, she knows that if they did decide to like open up some sort of investigation or something about her church, like it would really lead to something really bad happening. Yeah. So it's like maybe better to just like back away while the show's still airing, you know? Maybe she's smarter than she lets on. Right, totally. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the last question I have to kind of, I think, round out the episode would be Do you believe that Meredith is weaponizing information as threats to the other housewives? Because in the in the last season, she said a whole lot, including at the reunion, that she has information on people Which that I, she wants to spill, but then doesn't spill it. I hate that. When people do that shit, it's so annoying. And it's like, you are only me. Well, it makes me wonder, did she really Have give Jen Shaw up to the feds? Because she wasn't there on that day. You know, 
I think that that's sort of what frustrates me about Meredith is like she's so capable of like reading these women and like she's so capable of like really bringing it but like she retreats like she always wants to yeah she cowards like she wants to like run away and Mm -hmm. you know she has all this stuff it's like I'll say it I promise girl it's like either shit or get off the pot like the when when are you going to say it in another season you're on the show right now and these women it's like 10 against one or however many fucking housewives there are right now it's all of them against you a a lot of the time so why not say it i don't i don't get that i don't get it either yeah and if the evidence is so incriminating like you said spill the tea let them have it if you have a and if you have nothing truly spill the tea yes and if, if you have nothing to hide yourself go ahead Exactly. Go ahead. That whole controversy. <laughs> that whole controversy around the private investigator. I still don't truly believe. I truly believe that she hired an investigator to find out what type of person Jen Shaw was, instead of like those threatening messages that she got. Because anybody can send a threatening message over text and not have a trace back to them. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I, I think that like the thing that's so frustrating about it is like I said, she has potential to be like she has these moments where she truly shines. Like at the reunion when she was like giving Aaron Brockovich teas and like building a case or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is great. Like I, this is the the Meredith that I wish that we got all the time. Mm-hmm. Like where she's not afraid to engage and she really, cause she's so smart, you know, but. It's just disappointing. I guess we'll have to wait to see if she redeems herself in season three. Yes. And she stops disengaging. <laughs> I'm disengaging <laughs> in this conversation. I'm honestly disappointed. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yes, goodness. Was that good? Yes, that was good. Yeah, we loved it. You literally did a better Lisa and Meredith than we both did this entire episode. We (laughs) Well, Troy, we greatly appreciate you doing a collaboration with us. And we can't wait to see if there are future collaborations episodes in the work. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. (laughs) I was, this is like, I really first of all love you guys' podcast. And whenever I listen to it, I always think about how much it would mean to me if I was like a young person. Like if I was like, a teenager, you know? Yeah. That means but, so much. Literally, it means so much to us. Yeah, Because sometimes really we feel like two dorks who sit down and just cackle over a microphone. But hearing that, it really helps a lot, trust me. Because we do feel like dorks sometimes. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, like, looking up to you as, like, someone who is making a name for themselves in the podcast industry, it gives us such aspirations. Because you are literally, like, You're you the raise the bar. You're the yeah. queen bee and the Yes, you are. <laughs> Oh God! Well, thank you very much. I, I, you guys have to come on Dunzo. We'll figure something out. Whatever you name it. Yeah, literally name a place anytime. <laughs> thank yeah. you guys so much for having me on. Seriously, thank you. We will, and you have yourself a great rest of the night. You too. Bye. 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 Hey, queer wigs. Jamie here. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. Now that you've heard our voices, we want to hear yours. So leave a review and rating on Spotify, Apple Music, or your favorite streaming platform. And go follow us at Queers In Your Ears on Instagram. Goodbye, queer wigs.